Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg and <laughs> no it doesn't. We have a very special show tonight. Uh, we're bringing back a familiar guest. You guys know him as the Trivial Pursuit loser of the past uh, one. How many games you been on? I don't, don't answer that. I haven't introduced I, you I yet. Think, I think I won that game though. You didn't. You got a lot of I'm Iron Man sure heavy questions. I'm pretty sure I, I won that game. I think we tied for first. Yeah, I think so. You? Yeah. yeah you yeah, and yeah. Kyle tied for first? I think that is what happened. There's oh. two people that think that and Let's, one person I think doesn't. you still owe me a Spider-Man comic Can we rewind the tape? Nope. All right. Well, the files are list. gone. Wait, can you introduce the theme for us since you're here? The theme? Yes. Like the episode of today no. and what it is? <laughs> like the, the theme, theme song. What? Oh, the theme song? Yeah, can you like You mean the one that's like... That's the exact one, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. that was crazy how you just sang that acapella. <laughs> I know, I know, it's wow. crazy. Like a parrot. Uh, ooh, <laughs> you listened to the I, I wasn't sure if that one was the one, so I wanted to sing it for you That before, is the but one. That, that is the one you're talking about. Um, yeah. We are, of course, here with... You know what would have been a good God alternate theme? What? <laughs> crazy car. Cray, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Is that, I have not is that like rem- Crazy Train? <laughs> no. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. what made you think of that? Because Alex Wolf was in the movie. This movie? Yeah. What movie are we talking about? Hereditary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, is that Naked Brothers Band? Yeah. yeah. The Crazy Car? Yeah. I didn't know that was their song. Yeah. Okay. I knew that was him. Oh, yes. It was mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was thinking about that during the scene where he's driving. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> crazy yeah, yeah, car. Yeah, 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 car. That is a pretty crazy car. Um... We are, of course, with our very special friend, uh, Kyle Johnstone. Uh, not not that special. No. Uh, you're just a regular Yeah, just a regular guest. guy. Not Charlie special. Not Charlie no. special. <laughs> um, wow, you're quoting this movie a lot. I think you might have liked it a bit. Um, so, Kyle and I have a history with fascination and admiration for A24 films. Yes, we do. We watched It Follows together when we first started mm-hmm. living together back yep. in 2015. Yeah. Um, I think that's how you say that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we both loved it, and we both knew, hey, we're going to be best friends. Yeah, and we didn't even know what we were getting into no, in It just, Follows. We you were, were like, hey, this movie looks cool, and I was like, well, I'm not doing anything yeah. today. And I didn't so have a job. Watched, I was yeah. like, man, I'm a few beers deep. Why don't we watch a movie? I've earned it. And it, and it blew our minds. It was fantastic. Yes. We were like, we need to see every A24 film from now on. And we watched, like, all of them. Yeah, at least all the newer ones that came out since then. Yes, um, um, so we have watched, and Jordan, feel free to chime in any moment mm-hmm. uh, if you've seen any of these. I haven't seen It Follows, so okay. I'm already behind. <laughs> okay, well, that's a good one. You should watch it. Um, uh, Green Room. Green Room. Your my, personal favorite yeah, film. my favorite film. Green Room you watch is that one, Jordan? everything. Nope. Okay, uh, right. another one we should, like, uh, you know. I mean, this was an A24 pod. Was that mm-hmm. one released to, like, Regals and stuff? Yeah, was it, it was kind of limited, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went to DC. I know it's at Court Square. <laughs> yeah, it was I, not... In most regals. Yeah, I drove two hours to go see it when it came out because I was so excited. Why didn't you just see it in Court Square? It wasn't out in Court Square right away. Okay. 
Court Square being our yeah. our local downtown Harrison uh, Harrisburg Indie Theater. Indie Theater, where Indie I, Theater got green room. I had a residence for a year. Yeah. Uh, great staff, great, great. Yeah, great I worked venue. there for a little bit too. You did. It was good. I got you the job. Yeah, you did. I've <laughs> also never worked there. <laughs> <laughs> Just please like contribute when you can. <laughs> um uh, A24. Uh, we watched The Witch. We did watch um, The Witch. Theaters. That was anything you want to say about The Witch, Jordan? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, the witch. Uh, the witch blew me away. Uh, I didn't know this was a twenty-four sucks versus no witch. <laughs> well, we're on a twenty-four rules versus I haven't seen it. Yeah, that, that's our spinoff pod. <laughs> you guys want to make an a twenty-four pod? After this? Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's happening. Uh, what um, would it be called? Uh, a twenty-four sucks versus I a twenty-four. Your ears. <laughs> All right. Sure. You come up with the names and don't watch any of the movies. Sure. In the oh, theme songs, you can oh yeah. is uh is um Oscar Isaac uh robot movie. Um her? S- no, God. Mm. Wait, you haven't seen that either. Is it Ex Machina? Yeah, and you told no, me to yeah. watch it. I that's was a, like That's the same thing as her. I came to we've talked about this on the podcast. No, yeah, I, I actually haven't seen it. Isn't that a is, is that, that a twenty four? I, I, I don't so, know if yeah. it is. I think okay. it is. If it is, it is a spectacular film. I recommend it to both of you. Uh we did watch Killing of a Sacred Deer, and we, by we, we watched, I mean <laughs> yeah, we this read, is a good story, uh, actually. We uh, you're not allowed to tell the story because you weren't present for this. Can I tell the part I was present for? Did you already tell this I did tell this on the pod. Oh, we did? But we can hear it from your point of view. I've said it on the pod. Let's hear your version of the story. Yeah, well, it, essentially, Cade was like, all right, let's watch this A24 film. It's called Killing of a Sacred Deer. My friend recommended it. I really want to watch it. Also, we watched all of the A24 films <laughs> together. It didn't seem out of yeah, the Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that far out of left field. We're like, all right, cool, let's mm. watch a movie. And then, uh, so we sat down to watch it. Cade mm. ordered us all pizza, like the great guy that he is. That's me. And, uh, and there were brewskis involved. Um, <laughs> for me. For Cade. <laughs> and we all sat down to watch it five minutes in Cade is out cold <laughs> and everyone else is on the couch watching this movie that he made us watch granted <laughs> you know it, it was fine i was on board with it um but, but we're it was with, with uh, our old roommate slash your current roommate, roommate adam yeah he's not really into films films no he did love green room but he hated it follows so he's like he's a, somewhere throwing in the darts at a board he's yeah. somewhere in the middle um, but we were with him and my girlfriend Sadie and was David there? David was, or was not. it just, it was just Adam the four and Sadie? of us? Okay, and and they Sadie didn't... also is not like a I want to sit down and pay attention to this artsy film. Yeah. Like she she just wants to watch a fun movie. And this this film was not a mm-hmm. fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, extremely well done, but I would not volunteer to watch it again. And uh, <laughs> sign of a good film. <laughs> yeah, and so so That's a sign of the best film. Yeah, a good then, film you want to rewatch, but a great a film great you gotta film? give. One and done. <laughs> but uh, really, I mean, it was it was well made, and I appreciate it for what it was. But it was not the time and place to uh, to do that. And then Cade wakes up, and he's like, "What happened?" I woke up with five <laughs> minutes left in the film, and I never fall asleep during movies. So this yeah. was just very like I was like, I must have missed five minutes. And I wake up, I have seven texts on my phone. I'm like, "How long has it been?" <laughs> uh, backstory to that day: uh, Jordan and I were in Harrisonburg hmm. together at uh, our mutual friend's proposal. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. we celebrated after. We went out to lunch and we had beers and the beer train did not stop for me. Everyone else <laughs> went back home. I yeah. stayed in Harrisonburg and kept drinking. Well, later it didn't stop for me either. <laughs> <laughs> but it did take a pause. It did take a pause. Okay. A so two you, hour okay. uh, oh, time elapsed. Okay. <laughs> well, a, a beer nap. Yeah, well, that's well, what was my drive. Did. I was driving. <laughs> to her sleep? No. Okay. 
Um, Kyle, so you were here uh, on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the podcast. Yeah. Um, we good. all raved about the movie. Um, do you have anything to say about Infinity War? That's been a hot topic. Infinity uh, as of late. War is, I feel like it's fantastic for everybody. And I guess Jordan, I haven't, I didn't listen to your Infinity War episode. Okay, it's a good. But episode. I do. I I'm sure it is. <laughs> but I, I I'm curious to hear Jordan your point of view because. Um, as far as I understand, everyone that's been into the Marvel movies, everyone yeah. that's seen all of the Marvel movies loves Infinity War. The people that are <laughs> trash-talking it yeah. are the people that have missed key and important Marvel movies so they don't yeah. understand really completely the like characters or the people. locations. <laughs> so so what do you think, though? In, in a, I mean, obviously, this isn't the Infinity War podcast, but <laughs> yeah, we already in general, elevator speech... There's like, a lot of arguments. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. trying to think... We went he did say it was his favorite Avengers film of all time. Um, Avengers. Of yeah. the three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, I but mean, I, I did not love it. I was like kind of lukewarm on it. Just because there's so much going into these big ensemble films. There are parts of it I, enjoy, I enjoyed, but uh, I was one of the people that was very uh, irritated with the Peter Quill hitting Thanos in the face and ruining that plan. What's that, your stance that on that? Jordan hated that. And I, it fits no, his personality. It does. It fits That's so something you would perfectly. do. And that's the thing. Like, we love Star-Lord, but we need reasons to, like, also dislike him at certain moments. Like, he does not oh, have control over himself. That is a bad himself. time to indulge in your personality. <laughs> yes. That's a but, time to be a little selfless. It's not like, like he, he did was, on purpose, But though. earlier in the movie, he showed he could be selfless and was going to kill Gamora. But he didn't and want to. And then he lost that strength during the movie. He, he probably rest as a character. After he did it, he's probably like, I shouldn't have done that. I feel so bad. But I mean, it worked out because I didn't actually murder her. Yeah. I I think it makes sense. I think yeah. it works. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like... I think there was I just watching it with Jordan. It. I See, knew Jordan didn't like it, so I was yeah. like, ah. Well, I, I also, I think that that sort of thing, it, it, that is essential in showing us that Thanos can be beat. Yeah. Because without that, good. there's still that notion of, like, this is an unstoppable person. Sure. There, I know? mean, there could have been another wrench that wasn't just Peter doing something incredibly dumb. Like, they could have come up with some other way for them to have what fucked would, up. Yeah. What would you have done? Still I didn't ask this on the pod. How would you have changed? That scene no, I, still happens. I think we did kind of talk about did this we? on the pod. I don't, I don't think you answered know. it. I basically said that I couldn't come up with anything because we'd just seen okay. it. Okay. And it's been a while. I still haven't come up <laughs> see, with anything. See, but I think that... The, the, like, the Avengers had to fail in themselves to show that they yeah. can beat Thanos. Like, it can't be something that Thanos overcomes, because like, then he's still more powerful. Kyle, you're making well, a lot of good points. If they had disagreed <laughs> on the... because I agree with you. If they had disagreed <laughs> no. on the plan to begin with or something, and then, like, during the fight, it, there's, like, one guy's trying to do one plan, and some guy's trying right. to do another plan, and those plans contrast, yeah. and then that fucks it up, yeah. I think that would have been better. Yeah. Because then that's not someone... I don't know. This is, like... It was just, yeah, it okay. didn't mesh with his character to me. Like, I know he's he's a kind of goofy and, like, he behaves Very emotionally. Yeah. But this was just, like, a step too far. Like, even he can, knows the consequences Can we agree that of all of the Avengers to do something like that, it would be Star-Lord? Mm, I'm trying to think of the other... <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. I mean... Sitting at our yeah, table. I mean, Drax would have done it, too. Uh... Yeah, that's true. He's pretty. He's. I mean, he charged Thanos earlier, but he was the one. He was holding steady. He was kind of had the mind of a warrior. Like this is the long term goal. I will defeat him. Yeah. Surprisingly, but I, I wouldn't have been surprised to see Drax act out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's certainly he did in the first movie. Yes, and in earlier there. in this one, yeah. when he's uh, assaulting the collector, and in the first Guardians. 
<laughs> also true <laughs> in the first movie. Yeah. Um, so great film. Mm-hmm. How many Avengers do you give it, Kyle? I mean, that's the it, I can't find any flaws honestly, okay, and it was it was about everything that I hoped it would be. So I okay. gotta give it five out of five. And did you? It's. <laughs> Out of six, goddamn. Five out of five Avengers. Okay, <laughs> great. Um, so, uh, the ending. Were you okay with the good, the good guys losing? Absolutely. A lot of people were upset about that. Well, yeah. Well, and it also feels so partial. Like, sure, because they're, they're not killing Spider Man. Yeah. So we're fine. No, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, the good guys lose the battle, but sure. like, that's not the they end of back. like everyone. I don't know. I think it it would have been a much more shallow ending if the Avengers won and defeated Thanos, and then they're like, all right, cool. Now chapter two. You know, mm-hmm. like this is it's bridging over into the next generation. It's of just Marvel two hours movies. of uh, Stevie Wonder celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! So Vetchkin celebrating the cup for yeah. a week straight, but the Avengers. Yes, the Avengers version of that. Um, I would like to point out I've seen this movie four times at this point oh, in theater. Wow, that is double the most times I've seen a movie. Oh, movie in passes are yeah. listening. Well, I haven't. They don't let you see the same movie twice, so they can listen. Yeah. So you paid. I paid out of my right. pocket. You didn't. You didn't go. I'm gonna go watch. Uh, you know, whatever Amy Schumer movie is out now, God. and then actually go watch Avengers. <laughs> no, I did think about doing that, but the Regal, like, it was early in the morning. Also, like, this is, it's, so, it's over $2 billion at the box office right now. I don't want to give Amy Schumer my money. I want to give <laughs> Avengers my money so it beats goddamn you Avatar. give it to All Mickey? Right. So this, Mickey this... M. Mouse. The, M. I see. The, uh, the Avenger, I give it five Avengers and one Amy Schumer. What? How, Maybe what she, Shumi, she's a negative Avenger. Yeah, oh, God, you gave it four. <laughs> no, That's not enough. No, 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 no. How was, was the Amy Schumer like, movie? Size. How was the Amy Schumer movie? I didn't watch that. Size? Are Amy you saying Schumi. she's fat? Yeah. Are you a sh- Amy Schumi? Yeah, Amy <laughs> Schumi. <laughs> Schumi over here. <laughs> Um, the liking Amy Schumi. <laughs> I watched it the second time at a work party. Uh, the third and fourth time I paid out of pocket. And I was, the fourth time I was like, I this is so hurts me to pay for a movie that I've seen. Three, I've spent like $45 on this movie at this point. Well, I mean, total, even though I didn't pay for half the times. Yeah. Still, that's a lot mm-hmm. to consider. And I still want to see it in IMAX. I haven't. Ooh, I, wow. I've, cool. I've, seen it, I've seen it all in standard every time. I keep huh. going with people who haven't seen it and they, you know, why IMAX? Let's just see it in standard. I'm sure mm. it'll be fine in standard. I'm like, yes, it will, but I've seen it three times already. You know what I'd like to see in IMAX? What would you like to see? Hereditary. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get that opportunity. (laughs) That is not an IMAX film. Um, Should we dive right in? There is a lot to say about this movie. Sure. Oh, Kyle, first. um, How many years into a marriage do you think that the couple start to fight? Oh, I don't know, because it's different for everybody. I don't think you can put, like... I, I think a lot of people... That's the wrong answer. A, a lot of people, uh, their relationship revolves around fighting and great makeup sex. A lot okay. of other people, like my personal relationship that I have, mm-hmm. is we don't really fight much at all, because I hate fighting. It doesn't do anything for me, and, you okay. know, the sex is awesome regardless. So <laughs> we don't need awesome makeup sex, wow. you know? And you're talking about your relationship with yourself. No, I'm talking about my roommate, Adam. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I hope he's listening. <laughs> he's well, not. Well, <laughs> well, that's nice to hear. My old roommate. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't support you. Um, I mean, whatever. Don't so, worry, I'll start a fight about it. Okay, great. <laughs> so wait, so you don't think that there's one like 
the what year does the honeymoon honeymoon phase end? Cade once famously on the podcast said it was like ten years, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> I just that is insane. No, thing, I mean I think there's small fights, but I think ten years just start. No, so a relationship doesn't. No, what like how? What, what you think it's sooner? It, like yeah. nine years? <laughs> Forty-five years. Cade's favorite movie. Jordan, <laughs> we were gonna do an episode on that. Uh, and we start the podcast, and Jordan's like, I didn't watch the movie, and he had watched all of The Leftovers, and yeah. he surprised me with a theme. Great ep, check it out. All um, right. Um, to you and our six million and one viewers. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's, I, I think, I've been in the two longest relationships I've had. One was just mm-hmm. under three years, and the okay. one I'm and currently in And were you married in, in either of these, for the no. court? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was not married. Uh, the first one, we had just sort of moved in together. Okay. And then um, this one, we're very close. We haven't moved in together. So I don't know. There's that. The, the thing is, I haven't long-term lived with a partner. Mm-hmm. And I think... But you think that might have something to do with that the That would absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because w- once you move in with somebody, you're around them all the time. And that's when you really find out whether you can stand being around them all day, every day. Because sure. you got to do your own thing. They got to do their own thing. But you still got to <sighs> do stuff together, too. Should we get married, Kyle? Maybe. I, I, I mean, I we're we pretty compatible. Well, yeah. I, am a, I am a licensed officiant. Sorry, <laughs> Virginia. Yeah. Oh. I can marry you right here, right oh, now. All right. On the pod? Oh. <laughs> you know how great that'd be? Let's save it for the end, though. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> yes, absolutely. After you all, like, you know, jerk off over heredity. <laughs> <laughs> we did watch it in theaters together. Uh, we did. Was, uh, we got to see an advanced screening, no less. I got a, a friend texted me at around noon, uh, and then I was like, I got to go to this, and I left work at the regular time to buy tickets. Yeah. Um, and Kyle had finally responded, like, yes, I'm coming. Mm. And then yeah. I was going to invite Jordan, my co-host. Mm. Um, uh, it was at the Alamo. It was at 730. I, it was an hour and a half before the thing started. Would you have come if I invited you? Well, see, we, but, but we got there, and Cade was like, Kyle, I'm so glad you're here instead of Jordan, because I like you a lot more. <laughs> well, jeez. <And> so, <laughs> That's specific. He quoted it pretty <laughs> verbatim. That's true. And I remember saying that exactly. And yeah. then we shared a bowl of popcorn. It was really intimate. Wow. We did. A hole at the bottom of the popcorn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Two mm-hmm. holes. Because <laughs> I have two penises. <laughs> Correct. Um, so, yeah, we watched it in theaters. Uh, it was pretty much what I expected for mm-hmm. a film. Um, and then you said it was not what you expected. Um, but you enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, and, and it's, I mean, I didn't expect, like, a certain plot line, but I, like, you you do have to understand, this is, I was more hyped for Hereditary than in Infinity War. All right, well, that's the wrong opinion to have on this podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was way more hyped for this than Infinity War, which is crazy, because Infinity War has been so long in the making. Ten years, in fact. But I'm such a horror buff, like, I love horror movies so much, and the previews and, and everything had it, uh, they, they made it out to be everything that a modern horror should be when it looks mm-hmm. at old school horror classic films, which yes. I love. So this was everything, it seemed to be everything that I could ever ask for in a horror movie. And so I was so excited for it. Okay. And it 
did meet my expectations, but I was a little bit disappointed that it didn't exceed my already I high see. expectations. I see. Yeah, that's the problem with going in with high expectations. <laughs> it's, it's true. And I try, I Unless always... Unless it's Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, I always try to dumb down my expectations. Yeah. Always. Because it is. It's better when you don't expect much. Yeah. Um, but I expected a lot from it, and it did deliver a lot. Um, so mm-hmm. I can't say, oh, it's way better than I ever imagined because it was as good as I imagined it would be. That's fair. Um, why don't we start off by you giving your Avengers of the film then? Uh, how, how many, many Amy Schumers? Okay, god damn it. <laughs> how many Schumies in the Schumer um, pile? I mean, I mean, this is, this is, it, it's difficult because I want to compare this to old school horror, but I can't because old school horror drove the genre and invented horror. This didn't necessarily invent anything, but it took old school horror and put a very modern spin on it. So it's everything... Mm-hmm that we know about cinema and everything that we can produce now, but also giving the the credit to all the old school horror movies that, that it deserves. So I think I think it's paves the way for new school horror, but it doesn't invent anything new. Um, but I still want to give it six out of six because okay. it's it's just it's incredible. Um, yeah, it was more fresh in what it returned to than yes. fresh in like creating new things. Yes, that's a great I, I I totally agree. Um, it was definitely for me like I was kind of expecting. So they approached us. We will tell you about our experience at the Alamo Draft House. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. Uh, they first of all the sound in the Alamo. Oh Draft House. my god! Do you think we could get them to sponsor the pot? Yeah, talk about absolutely. Okay. We have millions of, of that's true. Subscribers Six million and, and one. Yeah, yes, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We could do anything we want. Exactly. Uh, so let's do I'm that. I'm just riding on your coattails. Let's <laughs> go. This is you're a great guest, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we uh, we get there and this guy is handing out swag mm-hmm. for the movie, <laughs> saying if you have a uh, Apple Watch, you'll we'll give you swag if you promise to take a screenshot of your heartbeat at the end of the movie or <laughs> uh, throughout the movie or something. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't have Apple Watches. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to the bar and Kyle persistently talk to this gentleman even though he didn't have an Apple Watch and he I was like do you swag. work with A24 and he was like no I was like oh so who do you work for the Alamo I make eight dollars an hour get out of my face no he was he was he worked for some kind of like local um not production company but like a advertising sort of company like basically I think A24 approached them as a company and said here's all the okay. stuff that we want to do for them yeah, and sent I, them out I have run it we went to uh some metal festival uh, when I was in college uh, at Jiffy Loop Live. It was like a day-long thing. I think Slipknot was headlining or something. Great. But there were these people in the parking lot handing out Sinister 2 wristbands. And they're oh. just trying to promote the movie. And, like, nobody saw Sinister 2. <laughs> no. No. It was like a 30% run. Except Jordan, probably. He's given me the, the eyebrows. <laughs> Jordan doesn't watch movies. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's watched about zero that we've talked about on the podcast. <laughs> Including Infinity War, maybe. But he did see I don't Hereditary. Know, yeah, I don't know where this opinion's coming yeah. from. Uh, he did watch Hereditary, and we are about to dive right into that. Um... I don't know your opinion of the film, Jordan. No. So why don't we save your review for the end? As Can I tradition. say something at the beginning? Yes, please. Oh, I messed it up. Uh, oh. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty interesting. We'll dive all in. Uh, would you mind pulling up like a plot synopsis? Because as soon as I was watching this, I was like, uh, yeah. so much shit happens in this movie yeah. that I want to talk about. But yeah. it's, it's long. It's, it's two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Very and, long. And um, I don't know if this is better said now or later, but... We, we got to see uh, a live stream of the director. And, a Q&A. Uh, a well, Q- live in quotations. Yeah. Well, we were 15 <laughs> minutes behind somehow. They, they but... hyped it up 
at the Alamo, like, it was a big deal uh, that they're showing this live Q&A with the director broadcast. But it was on YouTube, and it was, like, 15 minutes late, and they pulled up the monitor that they had plugged into the screen, and it was yeah. on, like, the sign-in screen for so yeah. long. And then there was an arrow key, and a message came up over the screen. Yes. Yeah. That part was not my favorite. <laughs> no, but but it was cool, like, getting uh, to hear some stuff from the director. It's basically, like, some... It, it's it, this The video will probably pop up on the DVD or mm-hmm. on the Blu-ray as special features. Yes, um, But true. it was very cool, and the director did say that there was a three-hour-long cut with an extra yes. hour... Could you imagine? Of, of family just hating tension. each other. Yeah, yeah just like family tension. tension. And like like the super slow burn part of the movie yeah, that makes you just... <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, imagine that, but an hour longer. Yeah, I'm not sure the movie needed that. It's probably good <laughs> well, to take out. I think it's... So it, even the first hour is kind of like... It is like a family drama. It's not necessarily a horror movie, per se. I yeah. mean, some like pretty terrible stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's almost realistic. Like, everything that has happened so far can happen up to a certain point in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't it sort of jumps off the rails. But in a good movie, the most horror movies do. Or mm-hmm. good in a good way. Well, and I will say <clears throat> that a lot of modern good films do that very well. Where they, they make you feel incredibly uncomfortable in unique ways and and this was hereditary's way of attaching you and really immersing you into the household i mean we did not want to be in that household just as much as none of the family wanted to be in that household like it felt terrible to sit down at dinner with that family and to be to have to come home at the end of the day and like sneak into your room and just lay in your bed and hope that your mom doesn't see you or interact with you like we felt that and it needed that slow burn very compelling family connections so that that kind of thing is important it's not just slow for being slow it's meant to make you feel uncomfortable why did uh they not cast three billboards lady as the mom francis mcdormand yeah Hmm. uh i I think she would have been well i think she was great i think that she was one of the best parts in the movie she was so good it was very compelling just Mm -hmm. everyone in this movie there wasn't really a dull character Mm -hmm. um why don't we dive into the plot i'm gonna give it 5.25 maybe five and a half avengers we'll see how i feel and an amy schumer (laughs) no amy schumer's Zero um, shoom, shooms. Do you want me to just read? I mean, um, well, you, I mean, you can just guide us on the path of describing the movie. Well, we open with that little clip the of doll the obituary, house. and then the dollhouse. Oh, what the, was the obituary? I didn't. I don't think I. It was read the all grandmother. That. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was just for the okay. grandmother. It was gotcha. Just saying the grandmother's dead. Okay, and I totally forgot that by, happened. Mm-hmm. You, know. you are Jordan. Are a big fan of shots that start inside something and zoom out and then end on that note so i i saw this <laughs> and i was lynch. like yeah that is a very david uh, lynch thing i was like jordan probably loved this <laughs> <laughs> what was your stance on the whole dollhouse uh i mean i think it's a very interesting just like thing to shoot like it's such a fun prop to have mm-hmm. yeah um it almost uh I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite like that with the miniatures. Like I, I feel like other movies have used like dollhouses similarly, but yeah. these were like you know Miniature art installations. Yeah. And I didn't know. Things. I guess it's kind of open to interpretation. In the end, but when the first shot comes out, I'm like, are they? Are these like dollhouse characters? Are they in a people's mm. house? Well, it kind of reminds me of um. There's an episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Where they're they're just in a void where it's just like walls and they don't mm. know where they are and they all wake up there with no memory and then mm. you find out at the end there are a bunch of toys in a collection bin for oh. like a Salvation Army. Interesting. Or something like that. Like okay. a toy drive. 
So, so this is similar to that. So, well, I don't well, know. This reminds me of that. Like, are they just the the people in the sure. like the artifice? And I guess we'll see. Never I don't. Know. I don't think so. I think yeah. what that shot was meant to tell us is that this is where because uh, this is the mother's occupation. This is what she does as a living, mm-hmm. which is a very difficult thing when you're writing a character for a movie. Is what kind of job does this person have? Like, how does very this person make job. a living? It is. It's a very unique job, and it says a lot about her character because oh, yeah. normally you would say she's off the rails insane she's batshit crazy <laughs> but like to have this amazing attention to detail mm-hmm. on these little things like you have to pay attention to what you're doing you have to be a good artist you have to know what you're doing you have to pay attention to it and then she's good at it she mm-hmm. makes a living off yeah. of it well, so she's not just crazy and it's a way for her to exert control over a universe like yes. that she can she has every detail all in order exactly the way yeah N- not she doesn't always design scenes as she wants them she desi- designs them like you know, too accurately a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she does have, like, control over that space. And yeah. she can re-render all of her memories and, and stuff. And what I got from it is to start the movie like that, to start the film in that way, it kind of showed how important these miniature figures were and how the mother painting these... We, we needed to pay more attention to these miniature figurines and these scenes because this is what's going on in the mother's head that she can't say out loud because she has a lot of thoughts and a lot of feelings and we we obviously see her lose her shit when she loses her daughter but like she has a lot of these feelings that she's not comfortable talking to people about yeah it's more that and the camera's not going into like the dollhouse literally but it's going into the uh I don't know, kind of like the domain she cares about. Because like anything yeah. she cares about, she'll build like that model of it. Mm-hmm. And this this movie is all taking like, a, I don't know, like all the bad things that happen are happening to things that she cares about mm-hmm. more than anything else. It's all good points. Um, the movie starts with the dollhouse, obviously, and then uh, they have Grandma's funeral and mm-hmm. Charlie is sleeping in the outdoor attic thing. Treehouse. Treehouse. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> the outdoor attic. Um, there were, and then uh, the first thing I remember is she cuts the head off that bird. Yeah. After the funeral, there were a lot of decapitation themes in the film. Oh, definitely. Anyone, wasn't anyone want to theme. touch on what those were about? What the what they symbolized? Hmm. I mean, I, I'd have to read a bit more about it. I'm sure there's like lore. And stuff with yeah. like Satanism and mm-hmm. like in that I'm sure decapitation. Yeah, like that guy's a, a real theme. demon or whatever. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, we was. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, made up. and you know we well, obviously real demon. <laughs> <laughs> we we obviously come like. Are you not down with payment? <laughs> yeah. I'm down with payment. Well, I think the most uh, obvious thing that decapitation is is losing your head, and the other yes. big thing of this is yes. this like psychotic people. So yeah, you know, that's 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 a good point. Um, the, the most shallow reading. So one, the only thing I was watching in this movie where I was like, Jordan hated this was the friend that the brother was texting. Those texts were just like so over the top, written poorly. Like, yo, going to a party tonight, bro. Bring your dick. <laughs> but that... like, did you like? I I texted my friends like that when I was in high school. I like, know I did too. Ridiculous. But Jordan hates that. Stuff. <laughs> Jordan did not. Well, I'm, I kind of do it, but I do it like, ha, huh, I'm being ironic <laughs> <laughs> because anyone who sends this is an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think it says a lot about his character. Uh, I mean, we don't meet the friend, or you just mean the brother? Yeah, well, we do meet the friend. 
don't we? Not very much. I mean, no. he's, he's, I mean, he's not Rigo a prominent eyes. character. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't but think like, he has much dialogue. But, but I think that says like a lot about you know Naked Brothers Band, dude. That uh, oh, <laughs> uh, we in this film we call him Brother of the Year. Brother of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> so Brother of the Year gets if this is your like best friend, like mm-hmm. what does that say about you? What does that say about your environment? And I think mm-hmm. it really it it changes the narrative like a, he should be a responsible older oh. brother but also he's not because he's a an idiot and b like he's a naive young high school there were two yeah. texts that i saw in this movie that were both like very cringeworthy that if i saw my son texting in high school i would take his phone away <laughs> it's like if you're gonna talk about you know sex do it in a clever fraser way yeah otherwise yeah. you can't okay. do it at all <laughs> But I don't know. I think it said a lot about his character. I, you, I it's forgivable. Did this not bother you at all? No. I mean, he, he's a teenage boy. I don't care. If that happened in a Marvel movie, you would crucify me on the podcast. Mm, they wouldn't have. They would have been more PG about it, which would have made it more irritating. <laughs> so like, just the fact that he said, "Bring your dick." I mean, that's just funny. That's how teenagers talk. I don't know. Jordan don't thinks it's funny. This Write is, that down. I, this is just, yeah, I, whew, I guess I'm going to be cracking that joke a lot more. We're recording a new Please. podcast today. Bring your dick, Jordan. <laughs> that is, you're going to get that text a lot more. Gladly. <laughs> I'll, I'll receive it what was, happily. What was the other text, though? Uh, there were both Something equally, about smoking weed. It was weed. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't, don't remember. All right. I really thought that you would, pay, you would fig, figure but, that out. But I think it also, like, if... If you had a group of teenagers that went to a party and got together to smoke some weed in a room, it would feel like Friday the 13th unless you prefaced it with the kind of character that Brother of the Year is. <laughs> you know? Like, like it creating... That created his realm better. So he wasn't just like, you know, a ditzy, irresponsible teenager. Like, he's just an adolescent and he's dumb and he's cringeworthy and like he's not going to handle yeah. situations well which he clearly doesn't and his home life is already difficult yeah and he's clearly trying to escape from it and then his yeah. mom makes him bring his sister which is part of the difficult home life mm-hmm. with him yeah. to this party yeah and it does not go well <laughs> uh so let's jump to the party scene um oh, that's weird in my screening she actually had a great time at the party <laughs> really <laughs> they carried her around on their shoulders they went home and it was and that was the end it was a magical night and you liked yeah. the movie <laughs> yeah and you liked so it was Rudy. <laughs> you like this? Yeah. You like this movie about a girl? First of all, it's half an hour. Uh-huh. Uh, you watch this girl cut a head off. No, no, it was just like it was just like the rest of it was just them talking about how was it celebrating good times. Yeah, we all brought our dicks, dude. It was great. I almost danced with a girl. Yeah. Uh, so. Let us also mention uh, another perk of being at the advanced screening of the Alamo. Uh, right yes. as soon as the party scene starts and the mm-hmm. chocolate cake with nuts in it comes yeah. out, uh, they brought everyone chocolate cake with nuts in it. Huh, and they poisoned it. Well, <laughs> see, we were just <laughs> <With> like... nuts. <laughs> we were just like, we didn't order this. Like, what's the, And yeah. then everyone was getting us. We're like, okay. And then I didn't yeah. eat it because I don't like nuts. So I, I, I ate cakes. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, as soon as she had the nut allergy, was like double for like... Do I have that? <laughs> so it was a very fun yeah. audience participation yeah. interaction thing that I think should be done at more movies, honestly. If you're listening, Regal, step up your game. Also, can we also appreciate that, like, there's a little bit of danger in modern day, you know, we're going to... Nuts. We're going to give out these nuts knowing someone very well may <laughs> yeah. have a peanut yeah. allergy. And it's That's in a why dark we're room. Bringing it out. Yeah. It's in a dark room, and there that was no warning beforehand. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they should be whispering, like, yeah. <laughs> That's such a Nathan for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I thought that was great. And, you know, especially... It's a very in, nice touch. I'm glad I did not eat yeah. it because I would have been, like, my throat... I'm totally, like, a psychosomatic. <laughs> like, my throat would definitely be scratchy. I'm like, oh, God, like, maybe I do have this. I'm glad I didn't eat it. Uh, but Charlie eats it. Yeah. Charlie and eats it. That random line in the beginning of the movie, like, we hear very little dialogue, then they're at the funeral, and then your da- her, her dad is like, make sure that doesn't have nuts in it. Yeah. Like, and it's just... Yeah, we clearly, don't have our EpiPen. It's a plain... Yeah. Why don't they have more EpiPens around? Keep one at least in the glove box of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the brother's probably not thinking about it. So, I mean, I... Brother I worked, of the year, sorry. I worked at summer camp for 10 years, and mm-hmm. if we had a child with e- even a mildly severe peanut allergy, mm-hmm. everyone had... Like, there was an EpiPen accessible at all times. Times. Okay. Yeah. So I, I am surprised, like, if your child has a severe peanut allergy, she like Charlie clearly does, they should have an EpiPen at all times. She should, she's old enough to have these one. She's, parents, what, 13? Yeah. Maybe? These parents aren't that good at parents. No, they're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> That's <No>. true. <laughs> Honestly, payment's a much better father. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, well, I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> yeah. um, so they are... Uh, and also I would like to point out going into this movie, like the guy with the Apple watch, I'm like expecting so many jump scares. Cause that's what else do you measure in that? Yeah. And the first 30 minutes of the movie, more or less, I'm just like, I'm not seeing any jump scares. Like it's more of a drama than anything. Yeah. Like, and you know, the first big thing that we're about to talk about, that was not, it didn't make my heart jump really. It mm. made me scream. Oh shit. Mm. <laughs> in the theater. Uh, so why don't we touch on that? What that is? Uh, okay. They Eat the cake. Driving home. Brother of Not the home. The hospital. Yes. Uh, driving to the hospital. I will say, I I liked the way that he immediately stood You're up. You're giving and, him the benefit of the doubt. I, yeah, at this point, like, I'm like, he okay. He earned brother yeah, of the year. Yeah, he, he, he messed up. Like, he left Charlie unsupervised. But also, she's she's 13. If you're, like, 16, like, you feel like you can leave your 13-year-old sister alone at a party for a little bit to go smoke some sure. weed. You know? Sure. So and that's honestly a good thing that he's not bringing her, encouraging her to do drugs. Yeah, exactly. He so, you know, title he's just a good yet. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give but, him... But he realizes something's wrong, and he's not the kind of guy that's like, oh, that's not my weird sister. You know, he's like... Like, holy shit, like, grabs yeah. her, like, he carries... Do, do you know someone who'd be like, oh, that girl dying? Don't know her. <laughs> no, but also, like, knowing his character so far in this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, I don't know this chick. Like, I want to go smoke be cool. She might die. You could, or, but I'm, he doesn't know how severe it is. I think the, even more likely like she has a severe allergy. is that, like, she starts, like, seizing up or something... And then the people downstairs are making a ruckus about it, and mm. the people upstairs just ignore it. Like, I've totally yeah. seen them playing yeah. it that way. Like, they yeah. close the door, That's and it gets point. way more serious or mm-hmm. something. Sure. Yeah. But they, you know. But he immediately, like, and he's not like, oh, let me get my weed, you know? Like, yeah. he's just like, all right, like, scoops her up, rushes her to the car, yeah. and is, you know, tearing towards the hospital. Like, yeah. He, yeah. he's, yeah. Meanwhile, Charlie's windpipe is, is closing. closing. Just like so she opens the window to get more air, which surely wouldn't help in any case, but I can understand the reaction. What would, what would, yeah, panic, I yeah. think that's what I would yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, it's just straight panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I feel like just having air, like, thrown in your mouth, like, I feel like it's just better for you than not having it. Yeah, I mean, dogs mouth. like I it. I can't so. imagine it's that much more pressure. It's not much more, but I think it's a little. Mm, and also, in the, in the panic of the situation, you're just like... I can't breathe. Oh, no, yeah, it's definitely like an animal reacting. So this is not like a character fault. No, no, this is all perfectly reasonable. (laughs) I just think it doesn't help. (laughs) I don't think it's good advice. it does not. Okay. Um, And then he uh, runs his sister into a stop sign. Not a stop sign. A a telephone telephone pole. pole. Stop sign would have just... 
I mean, I, Dean I, I, he, <laughs> he sees something in the road. Did we? Did, was it just a carcass? I think it was, was a deer it? carcass. Deer, so it wasn't sure. anything like symbolic. Um, it probably had its head cut off. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Charlie loses her head. Yeah. And it is thrown. What was your reaction to this, Jordan? Because everyone in our theater gave a very audible. Oh my god. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I definitely <laughs> expected more of her in this movie. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Because you're just like, she's going to be terrifying at some point. Yeah. And she's gone. You're yeah. like, well, that's it. That's, <laughs> hmm. Okay. And I liked her more than anyone else. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know about like, I think she was terrifying to look at. Yeah, but I was way more intrigued with her than any of the other characters. That casting, could you, like, what was the director thinking? Yeah. Like, he, he was just like, you're perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a tough thing to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he in the post uh, the interview, he was like, "I saw her. She did. She did a performance, and the monologue. She killed it." I was like, "That's not why you should be in the monologue. Isn't why." Yeah, not many people can deliver a monologue. I was watching um, National Treasure mm-hmm. this past week. Classic. Because uh, we got a Have swing you never seen TV it? thing. Okay. No, and it was just on. And okay. I was just like, oh, that's so the type of movie that would just be on. And then anyway, one thing led to another. And I it watched would, the whole thing. <laughs> it's on Netflix, too. Sure, whatever. But it didn't have commercials that way. And I needed the commercials. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what a, what an odd boy you are. <laughs> I didn't really. It just makes it funnier. Anyway. Uh, but the, the I woman... can totally see you needing the commercials, though. You're like, I would never sit down and watch this movie in full. But if I had, like, a little break in between, like, to go get a cracker or something. The whole point of this, though, is that the girl in that movie was also cast as Helen in the movie Troy. Yes. With And I was just like, what a thing to be cast as. Like, the most beautiful woman yeah. in all of history. Yeah. And you get, like, that's you. You're cast <laughs> as that person. That's pretty, pretty this good. Is, the opposite happened to this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Very much the anti-Helen. <laughs> of Troy. Yeah. <laughs> She's like the, uh, the face that sunk a thousand ships. <laughs> <laughs> she was one of the sirens. In yeah, the, right in the rocks. Yeah. Right into the rocks. No, uh, but uh, like away from the rocks. Away from the rocks. <laughs> well, yeah. She's like a lighthouse. <laughs> Girl's got a face this like poor a girl. I hope she's not listening to the podcast. <laughs> uh, she's probably a nice lady. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you have personality. To be. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I feel so mean. She's a teenager. Yeah. So, but she doesn't. That's uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so her head falls off its body. Yeah. Uh, and the brother takes a good sixty seconds to look into the rearview mirror. <laughs> like I like that peek that he does. Like maybe it didn't happen. <laughs> maybe this is okay. And nope. It's worse work, than I thought. Yeah. The camera work there is fantastic. Yeah. Because the camera, we we were the brother yeah. in that yeah. scene. Like, we felt it as yeah, much we, as he did. You don't need to check. You know what happens. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. yes. like, we see. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just, could you imagine that feeling? Like, knowing that you did that? I know, <laughs> so, I know that I know feeling that, of, like, I, oh, I just fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, like, no, I, but it's never been, I killed my sister. <laughs> no, and, and I was going to say, like, I immediately went to that feeling that I had in high school when I got caught skipping school, by, and I got caught by the police, and my dad, oh, I had to wait that's in the, the back. the last person you want to get catch by. Yeah. yeah, I had to wait in the back of a cop car for my dad to leave work to come pick me up and take me home. 
and I had nothing to say because I knew that I fucked up and I immediately just went to my room when I went home and went to sleep because I didn't want to see anybody and want to talk to anybody. I had no excuses. Yeah. Like I just, I, I really fucked up and <laughs> I know that's exactly like accidentally killing your sister, but, <laughs> but that was the feeling that, that yeah, like that, that was dread. the closest yeah. feeling of dread. Like I, I had never felt this movie was the closest I have felt to that feeling Good. since then. That's, yeah. that's very powerful. Uh, yeah. Jordan, would you like to share what uh, your most... Yeah, what's your, your biggest, biggest fuck, fuck up? up? <laughs> this, I don't know. It's Emotional in retrospect, or... it's so not a big th- okay. deal. But in uh, at JMU, I was in one class, and we had a project that was due that was 20% of our grade. And I starred in it. And I... No. No, this, was, different. this was for computer science. <laughs> and I procrastinated ages to start it <laughs> and it gets to the night before and i haven't done it i start for like 30 minutes and realize oh there's no way <laughs> and so i just give up <laughs> and go to bed it. walk into the class the next day um like it was delivered digitally so i never actually had to hand it in or anything mm-hmm. um but then <laughs> the result of this is so the opposite of dread because I got to be in the class, and I think he just never put it in. Oh, my God. I, I, I should have gotten a zero on 20% of my grade. No way to get a B. You're yeah. already in, like, C range, assuming I didn't have a perfect you 100. You might have. I did not. Okay. <laughs> if you're not doing projects, then it's probably... Yeah, no, so I think what happened is he probably thought it was a fuck-up on his end. Like, he lost it. Yeah. And he didn't. <laughs> I just did not do it at all. Wow. That's your biggest fuck-up? Well, no, just the night before, the like, realizing, like... Oh, I fucking failed this class all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. Just in but, one minute. And, and it was okay. all my fault. Like, I had, like, a month and a half to do it. <laughs> I did not work on it at all. Okay. And so, then immediately gave up when I did try to work on it. <laughs> so your college career ended up great for you, just like this ends up great for brother yeah, of the year. Yeah, it all works out. Yeah. It, all, it all works That's out. That's what I've learned from my mistakes. <laughs> Valid point. Um... So after this happens, he goes home, immediately goes to bed, uh, and truly earns his brother of the year title. He doesn't seem to call the police or anybody. Well, I mean, you can't, like, he was going to the hospital, and I bet he was just like, well, I don't go to the hospital now. I mean, you still, I guess, you probably don't cops. go to bed. I mean, I, I think it's a very, yeah. Wake up valid, mom and dad. It's like no, PTSD. No, it's, yeah, something. it's a very valid reaction because mm. it, he clearly, like, he loved the hell this. out of his sister, you know. And yeah, you don't know, you don't know (laughs) how to handle it. You don't know what to do. You don't know, like you, you just have no idea. So you just go to sleep because what else can you do? Like just get to the next day, try to fall asleep. And then, you know, his mother screams in the morning and he knows what she's seen and his reaction. Yeah. And he's clearly not slept. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's just been sitting there there. waiting for the shoe to drop. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, And then the mother's reaction. Mm-hmm. And the father was just very calm, cool, and collected. But I think in that family, that's not something you should be because they probably want, I don't know, like the mother especially. Like I know she was just like a back, an emotional backboard for her to just like explode on. He's well, just that's like, probably that's why they fell in love to begin with. Yeah. She needed yeah. someone stable and he's, you know, a stable He's captain dude. stable. He's too stable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He. I mean, and you know, that's kind of how a lot of fathers, I think, would react in that situation. Like they have to. I mean, they'd be obviously be sad, but they internalize I mean, their. Someone's got to be the person who organizes the funeral. And yes. Like all that stuff, yeah. and he's definitely. The, he was the person in that family yeah. to do those yeah. things. And that was also kind of nuts that the grandmother died at the very beginning. So we think that's the theme of death in the movie. Yeah. Nope. Immediately, like a month later, there's another funeral. Yeah. 
That's kind of odd. Uh, so then strange things start happening, or mm-hmm. not yet? Yeah, much like the Randy Newman song. Sure. <laughs> did he did he make the theme for this? No. Uh, well, it's been, in Toy Story. Been Very famous song in Toy Story. Uh, you got you a friend in me? Strange things are happening to when me. When you got a friend in me. You got a friend me. in me. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys not Newman heads? <laughs> Isn't Toy Story. What's his fan base called? I don't know. I only know his it. songs from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I mean, he's great. You yeah, sound like he's great yeah. in Toy Story. <laughs> well, he uh, is. I mean, yeah, you sure. tell me that's not a great score. I mean, it's not. They Star brought Wars. him back from Monsters Inc. Pretty good. Yeah. How did they? Yeah. I don't remember any Monsters Inc. music. There's. Um, I remember you got a friend in me. Uh, you don't remember I will go sailing no more. No. The one after he jumps off the thing and he's lying on the ground and the camera zooms in on him. No. He jumps off the thing? He, he's at the Sid's house. You're talking about... No, Monsters, Inc. No, well, I'm still talking about... Okay, well, I'm talking about Monsters, Inc. now. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, he... I remember... The, yeah, I remember Sid's house. Okay, yeah. that song rings a bell. Um, there's, there is a notable song from it. And it's a duet with John Goodman and Billy Crystal. What? If you can imagine I anything can't. better. Even well, though I... they're dancing, too. Yeah. In the film. Let's see. They're dressed up as monsters. I'm looking it up. Let's just fill the air. Okay, um, so strange stuff begins to happen to this family. The mother is oh, distraught. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. That's like the chorus line. That does not do anything for I me. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. That's like how it you got a friend in <laughs> me. Hey, okay, I know yeah. this song. This is the one I know. Um, okay, uh, neat. So, are there any other plot points while you got the, the, uh, interweb pulled up? Well, I'm still looking at other lyrics. Oh, okay, well, that's um, fine, that's fine. Me and Kyle um, will sort of just well, pick it from memory of so, this movie we saw ten days ago. Come on! So, uh, <laughs> refresh my memory on when the mother started going to that support group. Uh, she... So she goes once before her daughter dies, yeah, and then we, she goes back afterwards. So we, she goes, she goes when No, she goes when for, her be, Yeah, so before dies. her... Before, yeah, when her mother dies, she goes. Mm-hmm. And I need, because I asked Kyle, and Kyle didn't know the answer to this. Jordan, do you have an answer to this? Mm. She said, I tried this once before, and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is referring to? Uh, probably her father. Uh, or, yeah, because she doesn't really have any other family. No. But also, it could have been any support group, really. She could have been an alcoholic. Do you think it's just or... supposed to be vague, and it's not supposed to be... Uh, yeah, I think it's supposed to give us a little nudge like... at... at you know who her character is and also it gives it it gives us a reason why she's hesitant to speak and she's hesitant oh, oh, to go oh. in oh no it's her brother i guess because well okay so her depressive father starved himself to death that's right this is in in the ranch he yes, says, yes. my schizophrenic brother brother uh, accused ellen of trying to put people inside his body and then he committed suicide uh-huh yeah and she wasn't or ellen's the mother sorry and he yeah. was in fact correct about mother trying to put people in his body Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Payment specific. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so she goes to the support group. She leaves the support group. What was the first thing, like, horror thing that happened after? It feels like there was some downtime after the Well, there's the, the when the mother appears in the room. Oh, oh God, briefly. yeah. At the, yeah. At the, that was towards the beginning. Yeah. That was when Charlie was still and then, yeah. and then it cuts to that, that diorama of the mother yep. trying to breastfeed Charlie. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was also a very unsettling image. Yeah, it was honestly and, more like unsettling stuff than oh, yeah. and jump Charlie, scares for sure. What did What did Charlie go to that 
field this year, the reservoir or whatever it was. Yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's just supposed to symbolize that she had payment inside her. See, but okay, you so think Charlie did. Charlie did. See, but, but Heyman didn't want to be part. Like that's why she was weird and she was decapitating shit. And I think that is totally why. You and think so? Yes. I think the mother or the grandmother was had Payman inside. Yeah, her. but then the grandmother See, died I, and had to pass it on. So I think she was like a temporary host. But Payman needs to be in a male. And the mother explains at a point. I didn't let my mother talk to best brother of the year yeah. at all. I didn't let her interact, and that's mm-hmm. why Payman never got inside him. Yeah. But she was very close with Charlie at a young age, and I think she transported Payman. See, this makes sense, and I talked to somebody else about this, um, how Charlie had Payman in her the whole time, because I didn't get that. What I got is that the grandmother joined this cult and basically sold, you know, the next born male or whatever mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the family to the payment to, mm-hmm. to payment to, to occupy the body. Um, and payment I got that payment can only occupy a male body. Correct. That's so that's why well, payment couldn't couldn't occupy Charlie. Can, no, he can occupy anyone, I think, but he cannot rule over Earth or whatever until he's in a male host. Okay. You know, I just thought it's much more eerie now because I didn't have this context at the beginning of the movie. Mm. But when she's giving the eulogy, she says there's a lot of unfamiliar faces. That's got to be all the cult members yeah. that you see later uh, in the movie. Yeah, that makes Which sense. I'm sure they had the same yeah. actors and stuff. But that'd be yeah. so oh, creepy wow. now to look back and yeah. see like those faces. Oh, I did not think of that. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to see you naked scary. in an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say probably my biggest... Everyone in the theater freaked out the most about the the mother on the wall in the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. And that was well done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well not that. Just like when she's sitting st- and she's not and she moving. And nobody, and nobody sees it at first because it's just so well shot and you're yeah. on that frame for 45 seconds or something yeah. and then everyone's freaking out and then I hear people like, what are they looking like? Where, what's going on? Like, yeah. what, what do they see? And then, oh. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the banging the head on the ceiling. Too. Yes. Yeah. We're jumping the shark a bit. Uh, yeah, what's the, what's, yeah, the first, what's the first scary thing that happens? Besides the mother appearing in the room, right? Yeah. Because we get that yeah, after Charlie dies, um, I feel like there's some downtime. Maybe it's just family. Once we get to the leftover grief. lady, um, who the woman from Leftovers, which the who? the Anne was that Joan? Name? Joan. Oh, she was Kevin. <laughs> really? I yeah. watched Leftovers. She also said her her son died when he was seven. This <laughs> and I was like, that sounds just like Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I did not pick up on that. It's been a while since I watched the show. Yeah. And you describing me how much you loved the show did not put an image. I just knew that this character existed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That was her. Okay. That's fun. So I guess the next creepy thing happens with the resurrection or the uh, the 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 first last movie. Yeah. 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 But that but at the when that happens that's it freaks us out but not in a terrifying way. It's almost like oh this is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, and that was my thought. Like, this is just going to invite like paranormal activity type deal. That's, yeah, that's which it goes. This... It's a testament to the movie's storytelling that I was like, oh, they're going to get to reconnect with yeah. Charlie, maybe <laughs> in this horror movie. <laughs> it is very well made. So uh, we did mention earlier that the director said this was supposed to be a three-hour film with more of this family grief, like in between Charlie dying and. And basically then the being second, able to communicate. The, well, the movie jumps off the rails like the last 15 minutes, but I'm trying to think what happens between then and Charlie's death. The, I mean, the mother, it's, it's long, and there's yeah. a lot of familial grief. I mean, there's also, like, the book, like, trying to, finding the book, like, seeing the pages written, 
Yeah, I'm trying to remember. So the the part that I'm missing right now in my mind is there's there's so she learns how to communicate with the dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so she brings that into her does. own household. Mm-hmm. And then she gets her family to all sit around, and that's when we get the crazy like like flames coming up from the table, mm-hmm. and like that that's when it starts to realize we realize that this is getting out of control, and mm-hmm. these crazy things are happening. But the part that I'm missing is in between that and then like everyone in the cult showing up and like mm-hmm. you know basically the destruction of the family i think it is a lot of familial drama for sure um and then at some point so she talks to joan and then joan's like uh you know you got to communicate with your daughter she's like i never and then she I shows think it's pretty much as soon as she cast that spell that's it's, when it's she just really, fast track yeah yeah, yeah. so they, then then she like because right after that, she begs the father to burn the, the book. Yeah, because yeah. she sees... Uh, well, w- at what point does she realize? Because it, it takes oh, a oh, bit brother, more time. The brother at school, and he sees Joan across right. the street. Yep, yep, and then yep, his yep. arm does the weird thing, and he yeah. smashes his face on yes. the yeah. table. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that goes in between those yeah. two things as well. What is, Which I'm really bummed that... Okay, so let's, let's talk about advertising in movies for a little bit. Because, <laughs> because it, it's... It, a lot of modern movies, they show all of the good parts and well, all of the plot points. Only the bad ones. In, you in don't see the all preview. the high points but in Marvel see, films. N- no, but a, but A24 has particularly been very good at not showing important parts of the movie mm-hmm. in their, their trailers. But Hereditary did disappoint me a little bit because a lot of my favorite parts were in the trailer. Like yeah. the kid smashing his face on the desk. Yeah, I thought this movie was going to be more... Uh, consistently that level of just like just like huge moments because mm-hmm. I was like oh if they ha- if they can spare these on the trailer like what else yeah. is in there yeah. Yeah. but it felt like well, I mean, there, was... there are a few more moments yeah, like that but those sure. were a couple of the really big ones mm-hmm. well, I mean the desk for me didn't re- I mean maybe it was because I saw it in the trailer it didn't really do much for me just see like... that when I saw the trailer that moment in the trailer mm-hmm. sold me on it which I'm sure was the point like that's was why they watched the, the movie for me uh, of course of course but that was like if that wasn't in the trailer it would have been my favorite shot of the entire film oh, yeah for me the the trailer shot that stuck out the most that I kind of wish they'd left out was just him on fire with her standing the wife standing behind just him like yeah because yeah, it's, it's like uh, it's just so alien because it's like she's not really reacting right because this isn't all that surprising to her yeah whereas like it just it's so unsettling just to see that moment disconnected from the rest of the movie because mm-hmm. that's when you see someone on fire you react and do something you don't mm-hmm. just stare at them on fire that is true and they're just with like you know whiz by that in the so trailer. you kind of know that yeah, yeah. Uh, so she has the book and she tries to burn it but then she realizes she'll light on fire if she burns it mm-hmm. and then she makes the husband do it and he lights on fire. Well, because he didn't do it, because she ended up having. Yeah, to she it threw in. it in, and it lit him on fire. Why did it light? Yeah, no, fire? it's just confusing. I don't know it's just, exactly. It, but it's it's because it touched it last. No, it shows that the the book and this all of this personality, like this, this is the personality of Payman. Like mm. this isn't just mm. oh, the curse of the book means it's gonna light the owner on fire. Like no, it's just this is whatever Payman wants. Mm-hmm. And Payman is the he's mischief, right? Like the demon of mischief or something like that. Or am I making that up? The eight kings of hell. Yeah, but he's but I think that's his whole thing. Is he's like he's gonna do what's unexpected, and this was incredibly unexpected. Well, and and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but (laughs) there could be that it was because the father was male, 
So it's yeah. like like that was the the ma- the magic or voodoo or whatever mm-hmm. you know just like That's zeroed true. in on him as being a higher priority or maybe it was like well we still need the mother to do this other thing That's like true. yeah I don't yeah, know true. what machinations like it, it there was also he tried to stop um, the family from letting the demon in to begin mm-hmm. with too yeah, so true. there might have been that grudge yeah That's true. yeah there's at what point does she discover I think this is earlier she discovers the box with all the cult stuff in it hmm. and that sort of explains. The over. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that it was just like, especially when it started start to get to like the glass thing mm-hmm. and the the cult stuff. I was just like, oh, this is this feels kind of old school. Just yeah. doing like a cult movie. Yeah, like well, I, that. Yeah, no, very, for sure. Very Rosemary's Baby is the number one classic horror film that this draws from, mm-hmm. which is interesting because I normally like it's advertised as our generation's exorcist hmm. which i exorcist was like six films down the line of what i felt like this yeah. came from, you know i but, will say that i think this is as much of an impressive feat as the exorcist was at the time yeah i think it that you could make and that it, argument it, it, well that's yeah you could argue against it and say that exorcist like paved the way more mm-hmm. for like you know horror films I mean, there weren't than that this many did. to compare to. but yeah exactly like exorcist was more of an original but i think that this did yeah this is i could yeah i i could say this is the modern day exorcist i i can understand that argument um jordan what will you think of this this was a, what the mm. director said during the broadcast or whatever post in post uh yeah so he wanted the three-hour movie he also did not want he considered putting in the box with all the cult stuff Hmm. he considered that cheating in quotes Hmm. like he wanted the the audience to sort of figure out for themselves i I didn't mind the box what i minded was at the end Mm -hmm. when joan starts explaining it's like your paymon gotcha. and this we're this cult or whatever like okay. i kind of wish you just like we know it's a cult thing we know it's like I, all this because we saw the box we don't need you to talk now i just thought her voice like overall i mean the last scene is just very unsettling yeah. i think her talking saying anything i think was just very like well wouldn't i don't know i feel like she could have said less or maybe she could I don't, have, I, I, don't, I don't i don't know i would have i would have I think just lingering in that moment without talking might have been even scarier. I was freaking out <laughs> I, I a lot. Agree. Of that I think scene. it would have been. I think it would have been scarier if there were there was less dialogue. But it also didn't bother me because yeah. it felt it felt pretty natural for yeah. what it was basically like the birth of payment yeah you know? it just felt a little expository for like we're at the end of the movie the emotional ride is over we what why I, do we need more exposition i guess i wasn't paying attention to it at all i was just like oh my god like this is happening yeah. <laughs> and the music at the end was yeah. just so oh, yeah. holy yeah. shit yeah that was terrifying and it was like just kind of upbeat in a weird like yeah it was like it, it was a very it felt like a conclusion and not in a like is it over kind yeah. of way it's like a no this is this is what this entire film has come to this is what everyone was trying to do yeah. mm-hmm. these people succeeded in in you know giving new life to payment yeah and well, it felt like we felt like the cult in the way that the music was was giving it to us it was saying like congratulations you've made it to this moment we're like no we don't want to be here (laughs) well another interesting thing is the two so you got the grandmother headless bowing on the floor you got the mother headless bowing on the floor and then of course uh charlie only a head yeah that is interesting so i think she's she was the most recent host yeah because the mother had it and then or the grandmother had it did the mother ever have payment i guess not well yeah at the end right Oh, she was yeah, dancing around on the ceiling and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so then I, yeah. <laughs> I guess that wasn't. I a think human she trait. might have gotten it when the daughter died. Okay. Because you see the little flicker of light. 
and and you don't know what it is at first because mm. yeah, you see at true. the very beginning the flicker of light attaches goes to Charlie. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're like, what the fuck was that? Is this some arch shit or whatever? <laughs> that 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 makes sense now for, for I guess, the, the demon being at, in yeah. her. Yeah, well, the and then time. at the very yeah. end, the light goes into the boy who's hmm. the best brother of the year who jumped off of. So did it go to the mother at any point? I don't remember the light. Yeah, I, I, I think that it did. Hmm. Uh, Could be. That just, really, the last 15 minutes, what did you think of the Yeah, because the brother shots? got it in school. Yes, the light, because yeah. it was like our thought was that so like a cell phone be, flash or whatever. Yeah, so it had to be with the mother before it went to the brother mm. at some point. Yes. Mm. Or vice versa. Maybe it left the brother in school yeah. to go to the mother. Maybe it tried to. I don't know if it got into the brother until the very end. It, yeah, because like, it couldn't, right? Yeah, it yeah. could not. Yeah, I thought... But it did possess him a little bit because he like smiled at himself and or he saw himself smiling mm-hmm, yeah. in school yeah. and he smashed couldn't his make face a full on the desk. Connection. So, yeah. I, I, the night and day shots were interesting because yeah. that effect. I feel like the original place that my brain puts that effect is in like a cartoon or something. Yeah. Cartoons love to do that. Yep. Like we're outside, SpongeBob's been up all night or something. Yeah, and then the, the sun moon goes, goes whoop, yep, whoop, sun goes, whoop, yeah, whoop. exactly. And then just to see that like in this setting, it's mm-hmm. just, I don't know, it's strange. I like the shot a lot. Yeah. And I really, the last one with, the last 15 minutes of this movie are just like the most unsettled I've ever been yeah. while watching a movie probably. Yeah. Just like the, the naked men standing outside in the backyard. I thought that was just a very well done shot. It's, mm-hmm. it's freaky. You don't know that they're naked yet. Uh, I mean, because it's so far away. Yeah. You're just like, those are three men standing there. Like, yeah, what's A lot of horror movies like this, I feel like it, the the perfect place to watch them is in a movie theater, but it's like uh, in a basement at 3 a.m. Yeah. With like That's a so couple true. other tweenagers. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, where are the windows in my house? Because I want yeah. to avoid them. And you drank like four Mountain Dew, so you're a bit yeah. hyped up. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. That is probably. The and then best. the movie ends, and you're like, they're outside. <laughs> like, I, like, I swear. Yeah. I'm not joking, dude. They're outside. I watched uh, uh, Saw. I think I'm Paymon. <laughs> I watched Saw 1 in ninth grade. That was the first time I was truly terrified of a movie. Oh, dude. Mine was. Uh, I, I had a babysitter, so I don't know how young I was, but I had a babysitter, and I convinced her to let me watch I Know What You Did Last Summer, and it freaked me and my brother and my babysitter out so much <laughs> that none of us would leave the brightly lit living room <laughs> to like go to the bathroom or go into the other room or anything at all, and my parents were so pissed, and they never hired her again. <laughs> well, that's a sad ending to that story. Yeah, what, but it was great. I hope she found work. Uh, she's probably dead. Oh, God. <laughs> that's so much worse than <laughs> not finding work. Um, I watched Saw 1 with uh, Joey, who's been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> as soon as it ended, we're, I mean, my house is like next to a road, obviously. There's a stop sign on the road. And Whoa, I kept, creepy. I kept looking out the window. I'm like, that stop sign's motherfucking jigsaw. <laughs> like, I know it. I can. This, it's right outside my bedroom window, so I just, like, look outside. I'm like, he's there. He hasn't moved yet, but it's happening. <laughs> yeah. I did not sleep, like, the entire weekend. Yeah. That, Man, you had some demons, didn't you? That, was, just... <laughs> that was the most scared I've ever been. And after that, I was pretty much desensitized. Like, I would get scared, especially, like, in high school, watching mm-hmm. horror movies and call it not so much. Uh, but by the end of it, like, I was just, like, I desensitized, I guess is a good word yeah, for I it. I can't remember what specific movie, like, any of my memories like this are. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I, like, found them, there'd be, like, a huge blast of nostalgia. Like, oh, shit, I watched this yeah. in sixth grade. But, yeah. like, none of the names, like, stick gotcha. out in my mind. Yeah. Okay. You didn't watch Hostel. 
Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I couldn't tell you by the title. Okay. Um, Hostel was the first movie that I tried to sneak into when I was under. I think <laughs> I must have been 15 or 16, and I tried to sneak in, and they knew what we were doing, so they wouldn't let us in without our ticket stub, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I must have thrown mine away, and they were like, uh, nope, dude, you can't come in without your ticket stub. I was like, no, but I bought a ticket. Like, you have to let me in. And then I threw and, you back in the then, Scott's Yeah, and then they were like, <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, nope, you're not getting in. And so I like pulled a big scene and like stormed out. So, uh, a big scene. I'm yeah, sure yeah. they, I loved, cause like, we, we bought 16 year olds bouting. Let's give them a ticket. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> that was probably uh, a great move. We, uh, well, we bought tickets to see fun with Dick and Jane and went to go see <laughs> hostel instead and they wouldn't let us in. So we didn't want to see fun with Dick and Jane, so we just left. Rightfully so. Um, and then, but I kind of, uh, there were definitely a couple of like 16 year old kids that tried to buy horror movie tickets at Regal, mm-hmm. and like I didn't card them. I didn't, I was like, ah, oh, you were me when I was 16. Yeah. I'm gonna let you see this movie. Yeah, the Regal, yeah. they sort of like just police the shit. Like they're making eight bucks an hour. Why? That's not enough wiggle no, room to be a hero. It's not enough to care. Yeah, about. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like when me and Jordan, we've explained this on the podcast, that girl would not let us refill our popcorn more than twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I did that all the time when I was working. Why? At Regal. Like, who what? cares? It's corn. <laughs> what what's gonna happen to her? Like, are they gonna pay her less? The thing, I only followed those rules when like my manager was right there over me because I know the managers can get in a lot of shit if they let us do it, you know. But yeah. if I if it was just me, I I didn't get paid enough to care. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and surely they're not going to fire a reliable worker over a bucket of popcorn. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm here on yeah. time. Half the people can't manage that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that in my cash drawer was always even, and I and they were amazed that my cash drawer was always even. Like, who do you have working for you that can't count money? <laughs> I feel like money? this is the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is not is it minimum wage? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they might have upgraded since you left. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got to maintain. They're not making any monies in the movie biz. Yeah. Uh, anything uh, other that we haven't touched on in this film? I feel like there were other things that I wanted to talk about. That's why about, I wanted Jordan to pull up the plot, but he's sort of just my mind. What, what, what did we miss? I don't think, I don't think we missed really. We hit anything. all of the beats. Yeah. yeah. Um, it did. The cult thing kind of reminded me of that one Paranormal Activity movie yeah, that had all yeah. the naked cult people. And really, that was my only. That was the only part of that movie that I liked. Was that three yeah. or two? No, it wasn't two because one and two were pretty good. So I think that was two three because that was the start just, two of was the downfall. Just one again. Yeah. And then two was like three, one, but with a budget. Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> three, yeah. Well, three they just made like uh, I don't know, like like they, they had it on a VHS, so it's kind of campy or whatever. Yeah. It's just not as scary because I'm like, yeah. this is old technology. Maybe it was even four. No, it was definitely three. I did not watch four. Okay. And then five, like, who can keep up with all this I don't nonsense? know. Did, I liked but, Paranormal Activity 1. Yeah, I liked I, the first two. I was um, terrified when I watched that movie. Yeah, it was really good. Although the first time the first time I watched it, I knew what it was because mm. it hit that cult. Like, it was like, this was a movie that came out like three years ago. It was a college yep. film, and now they just re-released it in theaters. Mm-hmm. And so it had that immediate cult following, mm. and I remember getting it and sitting down with a, a couple of guys mm-hmm. at camp and um and watching it and i knew what it was but apparently like the one dude that was watching with was one of my best friends he like it it finished and he was like so freaked out he was shaking and and i didn't know i didn't understand why he was so scared but he like thought that it was an actual real i did after i watched that i was alone (laughs) in my this was like a basement movie like i I, I, at 3 a.m and i was home alone 
dark. I didn't turn on any lights because I wanted the atmosphere. Yeah. Right. I immediately ran to the computer, turned on all the lights. This can't be real. <laughs> it can't be real. It can't be real. But he was convinced, just like you were. He was convinced oh, yeah. that it was real when he was watching it. That's, and he was such, like, a, Dude. that's such a high schooler thing to think, that yeah. paranormal activity really happened and they marketed it as a big budget Hollywood <laughs> million dollar film. That's such a ridiculous idea that I totally bought into as a child. That's that's kind of funny. To think I've about. never seen the original Paranormal Activity. It's, I remember it being you, such a thing. Yeah, yeah. it's not that's worth it now. Uh, <laughs> it's not worth. I it think now. if you watch it by, I think it's just interesting to watch. Like, cause then you're sort of in on the buzz. Don't watch any of the sequels, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. I think the first one just because it's impressive that it is a very low budget film, and they're filming this yeah. with like a house camera. I mean, horror has more cases of that than any other genre by far. Just I, like but, a, a runaway success of but, a. Yes. Like, cause, cause Texas Chainsaw Massacre wasn't that made for like nothing. Like I heard, yeah. they paid the guy that played the main guy. Texas or whatever, Chainsaw like, Massacre. <laughs> yeah, like nothing, like peanuts. Maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know for sure. There are a lot of people Chainsaw. in that movie. The Blair Witch was uh, really, first found footage. Yeah, first found footage mm-hmm. film. Um, Saw also very low budget. Yeah. They filmed it in eighteen days. How yeah. much do you think they paid for this? This movie? Yeah, I got this it. had a big budget. This was... Oh, yeah, it had to be pretty well, All right, so let's... Avengers 3 cost $400 million. <laughs> sure, that's a baseline. <laughs> yes. So this was almost just as long. Um, it was so, the director's got much longer. Yeah, Whew, so that might have been more expensive than $400 million. <laughs> um, I mean, this is this guy's this, first it's movie It's his first ever. movie. How much do you think they're going to get? $20 million is my guess. $20 million. I get $40 million. Ten. Oof. Wow, yeah. that's pretty impressive. Yeah, there's some good effects in there. They're for $10 very, million. yeah, ten million. Yeah, and box office twenty million so far, and know. it's probably gonna make more. Yeah. Wow, uh, so it's doubled it. Do do me that's a favor. So that is such small potatoes compared to what Marvel's bringing in. I know. Like, yeah. why make a movie if it doesn't have Avengers in it? <laughs> they just <laughs> or brought Amy in Schumer. Two like, billion. <laughs> Two of Marvel's mo- Marvel's a hundred percent of Marvel's movies this year so far have made over a billion dollars. They've made three billion dollars from two movies. Well, that's the difference between blockbusters and then no, 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 not not blockbusters. Yeah, not Oceans no, Eight. No, they're Marvel. summer blockbusters. Marvel. Marvel is a blockbuster now. Mm. Anything with Marvel name on it is a blockbuster. The um the director has a line in here uh, that during production he referred to it not as a horror film but a tragedy that curdles into a nightmare. Yeah, which I think that's such a good. Description. I think he did, no, I think he did say something yeah. similar to that during the interview. That's type deal. so good though. Um, yeah, and it is. It it's just, and that's also kind of just how how the family or a family would handle this situation, and it just does also. And and in the influence, he of course cites Rosemary's Baby, but he also mentions ordinary people, which I think is interesting. He's, that's I have seen that. beforehand. Nineteen eighty is just a family drama. Yeah. Which is like those are the yeah. two things in this movie. That's true. That you bring together. There were at the beginning. This just showed at all of the Alamo screenings. There's like, uh, it's kind of like the Regals twenty or newbie or whatever it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like he's talking about his influences and like the scenes that he drew from. And I will say, <laughs> oh Jordan, would you like to share with the class? <laughs> uh, in Australia, mm-hmm. they accidentally played the trailer for Hereditary before Peter Rabbit. Oh, and I did read about that. A theater God. full of children. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, there's a kid in the trailer. Oh, that's great. 
That's pretty spooky. That that's really like I think someone did that intentionally because coming from that's so something you would have done at the real. What are they going to do? Fire me? My drawers? (laughs) (laughs) See, but I've I've loaded these films and made these playlists on the digital projectors before, and Mm. essentially you have it could have easily been done accidentally, but you have a whole list of whatever is loaded into that system. And I'd imagine with the bigger theaters, they it's very streamlined and it's hard to mess up, but at least at like Court Square, mm-hmm. we got to, we went and built the playlist ourselves and really we had freedom to choose whatever trailers we wanted to. Yep. Um, but I, I, that's something that I totally would have done intentionally because <laughs> uh, <I>, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but, Those kids are just <laughs> mentally disturbed <laughs> for <laughs> the screams they should have like bottled that and put that in like in the tray well that that's part of the apple watch sales they should have just recorded it and then uh they should have bought ad time on a tv and it's just black and you just hear them watching it children and then at the end just the title comes yeah, up hereditary. so i, I had a similar uh mess up when i was working at grafton theater mm-hmm. on on campus Where we met. Uh, and I was and where Jordan it, saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, for the first time, oh. and where he watched um, Man of Steel for the first time. Oh, Man what a Steel. guy! <laughs> um, and so I was, I would play like a, a Spotify playlist that I had built before our movie started. Sure. And um, and you know there were a couple songs that slipped into that playlist accidentally that were very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, that happened to me a couple. Yeah. Pandora duped me <laughs> uh and so um it was a family movie night and usually we just have college students because it's on campus mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. anyone can come it's three dollars uh, yeah. cash yeah so stupid uh, not to we had that. we had some family movie there and it wasn't popular and um misfits came on my radio station where eagles mm-hmm. dare and so he's, I ain't no I ain't goddamn, no goddamn, son, of a goddamn bitch. son of a bitch. And like over and over and over again. And so I, I, it's I very was like, audible too. It's not like you can't misunderstand. Yeah, I know. And so, so I like, I was like, oh man, I really like this song. I'm into it right now, but this shouldn't be playing. I was about to skip it. And I looked out and there was no one there and I didn't think anyone was going to show up. So yeah. I was like, there was no one in the theater. I was like, ah, I'll let it play, whatever. Yeah. And so I went downstairs and I was talking to the people in the box office and I was just messing with them. And I was like, you know, you guys can't just turn people away. Like, you had to let people in if they want to buy a ticket. And I was just, you know, messing with them because there wasn't anyone there. And they kind of looked at me like... Uh, okay and I was like alright it was they, me I was they didn't the get my joke so so I went back upstairs they and then and <laughs> as I was going back upstairs I, I heard talking and there was a whole row of Did like a mother the yeah theater? the very back oh row because that's the only row you can't see, see from the booth <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the very madness. back row and there was the whole row of like it must have been like a birthday party oh or something oh my god and apparently the mother they wanted to sit a mile away from not <laughs> yeah. that big a screen <laughs> yeah. and apparently the mother was just like oh it's college like apparently like a kid brought it up or yeah. something and like the, the mother was like oh it's college like this yeah. happened so they, they took it really well but like I felt terrible wow. yeah. because yeah that could have gone worse for you yeah but I I didn't, you know, play a that is interesting. trailer. Yeah. I did play the green room trailer as often as I could while I was working there. But, well, I mean, you know. damn right. <laughs> Gotta spread the word <laughs> of that movie. What? That's interesting that Where Eagles Dare was a movie that you were, sorry, was a song that you wouldn't skip. Like I love that song. Jordan, what's a song that you Quintessential would Quintessential Misfits. That I shouldn't play in a room full of children. That people would, <laughs> yeah. that people would be offended by. 
Oh. Or yeah, that, you can do or room full of children. I can imagine. Any that, I have a, a lot of songs that I imagine people want me to skip because they don't enjoy them. No, like but, offend them. Yeah, like, offensive. Like something know. that you know you should skip, but you're like, oh, I could probably get away with playing this right now, and I really want to listen to it. Oh, like the KKK took my baby away by the <laughs> nice. Ramones. That's such nice. a catchy song. Yeah. But, I could see myself being like, I should skip this. <laughs> Nazi punks fuck off by Dead Kennedys. <laughs> you and Jordan have very similar tastes. <laughs> In punk music? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm talking about the Ramones. The <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, you could have, you didn't have to give us any more details. That you yeah. like, you know punk. Yeah. That's the, the Ramones. The Ramones. <laughs> um, so, so Jordan, how, you have watched several horror movies with me. Well, by several, I mean Insidious 1. Yeah. And you did not enjoy that. No. Um, which you didn't I, enjoy Insidious? He's, oh, an emotionless, Insidious great. he's an emotionless mannequin boy. Yeah, I have a detailed ad, but it's <laughs> after the podcast. <laughs> a detail what? To why I might not have enjoyed it. What, you can't say it now? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm curious what that might be. Yeah. See, but like, I, so I will say that it, films like Insidious... And and started starting with Drag Me to Hell, I think, was yeah, the this still. is I love Drag Me to Hell, <laughs> but so this dumb. this was this is modern horror as we know it. Like mm-hmm. if you if you see oh there's a there's a horror movie, it's a big name horror movie that's coming to the theaters. You think Insidious, Conjuring, Drag Me to Hell, like that's new wave horror. And and I think a lot of people expect hereditary to be like that because it's that's the way it's advertised it's the scariest movie and that's what people think oh scary movie jump scares characters mm-hmm. we don't really care this, about you know sinister I, yeah my audience i think was a little confused they yeah. were like they left they were like okay well was halfway that? through i was like why would they ask me to have an apple watch like i'm yeah. not like the jump scares like my thing wouldn't be jumping off the charts yeah. and then the, i realized like the last half hour i've just been on the edge of my seat like <laughs> what is going to happen yeah, honestly next. what would be more interesting than snapshots of it would be yeah. a graph of no it. well no, that's, that's but that's what they like, wanted. Yeah, they wanted okay. the whole movie. You're allowed to record that. And they advertised watch. that like all over the place. Like the week it came out, they were like, "Apple Watch confirms this yeah. is the scariest movie," and yeah. like all this stuff. Huh. And so I mean, they don't have a lot of data but, with but other movies do, and Apple Watches. <laughs> but do me a favor and look up the Rotten Tomatoes score for this right now because I think this it's like is ninety two ish. Well, that's the critic rating, but the the audience score after the advanced screening was in the nineties. Mm-hmm. The next day it was eighty eight. The next okay. day. Day, it was 77 i think last time i checked it was 60 something oh wow so it's 59 dropping 10 percent every single day yeah. every day Why? this movie is out it's dropping I guess 10%. It... it's because people expect insidious yeah people expect the conjury <laughs> it's people too good expect... people hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but these... that's a, this isn't what people expect they don't expect to feel uncomfortable drama they expect yeah. jump scares but... and then they go this wasn't scary it didn't scare me people would definitely be scared of... like there's a difference between uh it follows. Like I could hear the argument. It follows wasn't scary. Mm-hmm. I I think it's a brilliant movie. It doesn't really rely on fear as much as right. most horror movies do. Mm-hmm. But this was just. Well, there were scary moments in this, like yeah. where you were definitely like, "Oh my god!" Like, well, one of my favorite things to do when uh, upon release weekend of mm-hmm. Hereditary, I loved going to Facebook and there would be an advertisement yep. for like Hereditary, scariest yep. movie you've ever seen, and I would go to the comment boards mm-hmm. and and watch people interact because I just. I love that so much because people on Facebook just butt heads and no one gets anywhere with it. They just yell at each other until the yeah. point where they're like, yeah, well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and so, but the I type like, like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, uh, but I, I went to these threads and people would be like, scariest movie ever. Psh, 
I've more like never... glorious movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, I, I've never been scared in a scary movie. We'll see when I go see this. I was like, if, yeah. you, if scary movies don't scare you, if you don't get into horror movies enough to the point where yeah. you feel scared, there is no point in watching them. We mm-hmm. watch these movies to feel that fear, to that, feel that uncomfort, to get that heightened sense. That is the worst part of watching a horror movie in the theater. And mm-hmm. it's not a problem for R-rated movies. Well, some R-rated movies, but... Split. We went to see Split. Oh, God. Teenage date night. Oh. Friday night. There was a couple, like, right behind us. Like, oh, no. The macho 14-year-old guy, like, I'm taking this yep. girl on a date. Yep. I'm going to show her how not scared I am. <laughs> yeah. And then the first thing, that's, that's the first five minutes, Jordan, so it won't be spoilers. Uh, the first thing is he, like, makes, he's, like, dressed like a girl or something, or he's acting weird. And then mm-hmm. they laugh, like, ha, like, what an idiot. Like, he's a, <laughs> he's a freak. And then... The girl, he leaves the room and the girl is, tells the friend, her friends like, pee on yourself and he won't rape you or something like that. And the the guy, the row behind us was silent. Like what? (laughs) What? That's pretty pretty real. (laughs) This isn't what I signed up for. I'm scared. So that was pretty entertaining. My problem with the big budget horror movies like Insidious, I think Insidious one is spectacular. I think that shot of the Darth Maul looking dude behind uh, Night Owl's face is one of the best shots in a horror movie I've ever seen. Yeah, And that scared the shit out of me when I first saw it. Mm -hmm. The rest of the movie is like, it's a tad frightening, but that to me, just above and beyond how terrifying. And that is a problem when we were watching it with Jordan. We were we kept saying like, oh, this scene's coming up. I don't know if I can take it. So Jordan was bi- anticipating this thing yeah. and then ended up not being scary. Yeah. Um. But they get so many sequels, and none of the sequels are ever as good as no. the original, and most of them are just bad. But I think the thing is, it makes money, and that's what people expect. Has there theaters. ever been a franchise that the first one, the first horror movie, is like great, and the sequel, there's a sequel that's better in horror? Yes. Mm, a lot of people argue that, like, if we go to classic horror, Evil Dead, but that's because Evil Dead 2 started to bring in the comedy element, whereas the first okay. Evil Dead was just classic Evil Dead. But so a lot of people argue that Evil Dead 2 I'm is I'm thinking superior, Insidious but, Paranormal Activity. So, like, Conjuring, New Wave, like, no, yeah. none of those. None, I didn't see Sinister 2, that but Conjuring, Conjuring 2 wasn't terrible. It was no. fun, but nowhere near the first Conjuring. So, yeah, Conjuring I don't think... Conjuring 1 was fine. It was just, like... I think it just. I like, loved the first Conjuring. I didn't love it. I, I thought it was, it was great. I think it was just good. Like it basically was like Insidious to me. How yeah. I reacted to that, and it came out like yeah. three years after Insidious. Yeah, so it's I, a in Sinister the same thing. Like Sinister terrified me, but it's just it's fun. Like that's Sinister it's fun, and ass. it's what you would expect. But Hereditary is a whole different breed yeah. of horror. It's a completely different kind of it's horror. Well made film. Is, yeah, and this is the kind of the, like I love this shit. I mean, it's like recently we watched The Black Coat's Daughter, we did. and that's that's one that I could see also the audience probably hating because yeah. it's not it's a pretty slow burn there's not all that much crazy gore it's not jump scary but like Mm -hmm. it's pretty terrifying if you break it down you know it's interesting how the marketing uh, affects the audience score yeah because if your marketing brings in your target demographic Mm -hmm. then you'll get very high ratings but if your marketing brings in people outside the demographic then that ruins the audience and that's just the the thing saying something like scariest movie of all time you get 50 percent people who just like gore and jump scares Yeah. yeah Who don't know what horror movies are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jordan, I gotta ask, were you scared? Um, I, again, I'd say this is more unsettling than scared. So, there was no moment where you're like, 
I might pee my pants out of fear. No. <laughs> None. I did have to pee, though. <laughs> out of fear. <laughs> no, but I managed to What What do you think was the scariest moment in the film? Um... And is it the same as the most unsettling moment in the film? Ooh, I would say question. when he got up into the attic, mm-hmm. um, what ended up happening wasn't... Like, I was just worried that the, the grandmother's body would be doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, is that going to be just standing up in the corner? Yeah. Is that going to be, like... Is it going to, like, hold him down or something? Just, like, the imagining, like, that rotten, yeah. smelly carcass, like, mm-hmm. somehow... Physically interacting with that in any way would have just been horribly gross. Sure. What ended up happening was still terrifying with watching your mom saw her head off from the top of the attic and then her body fall. (laughs) You know, that's crazy too. Yeah. that that's that's probably pretty brutal. Yeah, that's probably the peak. It's just when he's in the attic and you don't know what's happening yet. I that sound of just (laughs) I will I think the most unsettling thing for me at the end was just the naked people and they're everywhere there's so many <laughs> naked people and they just all look like different like yeah. it's not like one design of like a naked person they're just average and, yeah and first the thing like, too like is like and, yeah. and there were there were they almost each had their own personality too because normally if you think like imagine being the director in that scene and you have a shit ton of old naked people all around <laughs> and you normally you would tell all of them like okay you're all members of this cult just stand there and stare at at him while he walks past. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't the case. It's like each one had, like, some of them were, like, really excited and had a big smile. Some of them were straight-faced, very serious. Like, uh, they all had their own little... They weren't all one entity. They were each their own person, mm. which was really interesting because, like, we take it back to Paranormal Activity, the one where there was all those cult members and naked people. They yes. were all the same. It was like all, they were. Yep. It was like they were in a trance, but yep. this didn't feel like that. No, they These were, are people who are acting. They like have jobs yeah. at Home Depot. The following day, <laughs> yeah. like that's the. This people. is your and bus that, driver. <laughs> that is so much more frightening to me. Yeah. Um. So you you weren't scared at all. Mm, I mean, I was again unsettled. unsettled. I was okay. like, yeah, you got the feeling, you yeah. know, that you needed to get. Were you, from yeah. it. Were you scared? At Absolutely. All? Yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> but I'm also oh, like, this is why I love horror so much. Yeah. I can go into Insidious. I can go into mm-hmm. Drag Me to Hell. I can go into Hereditary, and and I get fully immersed into these movies yeah. and it excites me because it's i love the subject matter so much but it also it brings out special techniques and cinematography and and the music and the score and everything matters so much to make you feel scared and so my senses are heightened i'm noticing everything and i'm like crunched up into as small of a ball as I can be in my seat and my yeah. palms are sweating and, and like Cade's brownie. Oh, and I'm eating Cade's brownie and, <laughs> and there's two holes in the popcorn bucket and I'm just so excited. But it's it's He's an also excitement. eating my cake with nuts too. In addition to my brownie. <laughs> it's it's an excitement, it's a fear and it's a, like I get scared during these movies and that's why I love them so much, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's a very well made movie. I will say Watching it, we both afterward, I was like, this is like 50% stuff that's just kind of rehashed, like we've seen this before in horror movies, mm-hmm. and then 50% new new territory for me personally. And then I will say, I have thought about this movie more than any other horror movie since it follows. Like, yeah. this, And that was even more aimed at a message that you're supposed to carry with you. This wasn't mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. This was it's just, just a story. It's a story. Mm-hmm. You see the start, you see the end, and Jordan did not react the same way with the the outside shot of the the treehouse and turned mm. back into the 
the dollhouse? Yeah. That didn't do anything for you? You weren't like, mm. wah, I, cinema <laughs> masterpiece. I think I had enough to chew on that it was just like, It I was just know. another thing? Yeah. So yeah. You, that, you, that did nothing for you? No. And right now I'm just thinking, payman, <laughs> master of the night. Man. Fighter of the night. Man. Sure, whatever. <laughs> So, uh, Eighth demon of hell. <laughs> uh, a question. So, Cade and I saw this together, and we saw the advanced screening, and I'm mm-hmm. really happy we did. Keep because, rubbing it in his face, because we'll, <laughs> brag. Well, we saw we saw it with a bunch of people, a theater full of people that were really excited yeah. to see Hereditary. It was yeah. a good so atmosphere what, to watch. It this was. Movie. What was the atmosphere like when you saw it? Because I I've heard from people that they went to go see it, and there were people being fucking annoying, how far, pricks, how and like far clicking during did you the go movie. On Sunday? No, I went Monday. Okay, Monday night. Uh, no, Monday afternoon, which okay. is also a weird time. To so that's like, a nobody, good time to go. Nobody's probably in the people. Theater. Yeah, it was, it was like four fifteen. Oh, so, that's awesome. So there was like it was fairly empty, but the people that were there, there were two people, like a couple sitting in front of me, and early on they had like a couple chuckles at like mm. weird things that happened that were just supposed to be <laughs> grandmother <unsettling>. funeral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and then they were just like oh, <laughs> so it's very much that. Yeah. See, uh, but I heard like I heard from somebody that they were watching the movie and then there were people constantly through the year like someone would just go, and then everyone would start doing it. And I'm so glad we didn't have that what, experience. What do you hate more? What's your least favorite movie trope? The loud concessions eater. Or the Echo, which is the person who just repeats lines that the movie just said. Oh, dude, I hate all of them (laughs) so much. When I saw Upgrade, there was a lady sitting behind me Mm -hmm. who just kept saying, like, the most pointless sentences I can imagine. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like there was a fridge and it had kids stuff on it. And Mm -hmm. she was like, oh, he has kids. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what that shot means. I do hate that, yeah. And then then he... uh, this is not, yeah. I, he's paraplegic at one point. Okay. And he Spoilers. looks he looks sad while he's paraplegic, and she go, went ah. And then it cut to a different shot of him looking sad, like in the same scenes, mm-hmm. part of the same sadness. And she go ah. <laughs> Every new shot, she was like ah, he's sad again. <laughs> well, see, I keep hoping one of these shots he'll be smiling, but now ah, he's sad. <laughs> it's just constant. I think that's for different. Like Ninety minutes. I think talking during a movie is its own entity. The echo is a very specific yeah, yeah. problem. That is. That's just an insane... Like, I can understand being, like... Like, me telling Kyle, like, that was nuts. Like, her head just flew but off this, the body. But this woman's comments, like, I don't even understand what they were for well, in sure. her own I mean, there, and there's like, two calibers. Yeah. What was she adding to anything? Like, there's... even her own thought process. Even people like that don't realize they're doing it. Like, my, it my, my grandmother's that way. My grandmother and my mom started doing it. Yeah. Um, but they will, they'll watch a movie and, like, something will happen and be like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. and you're like dude like just shut up and let me watch (laughs) you know don't engage your vocal cords yeah but they don't even realize they're doing it like it's just a natural reaction so she probably watches movies at home and she'll be sitting by herself and be like oh man he just went in that room you think she talks to herself probably doesn't even realize she's doing it because if you talk to yourself like if you talk in a theater where you know you're disrupting people around you well i think you just think that you have very clever things to say in the audience i don't think people are that self-aware i think some people do i almost never talk in a movie theater except for to like whisper a joke or something Mm -hmm. but when i'm watching that shit too (laughs) (laughs) when i'm watching a uh, movie like it home or something Mm -hmm. i'll definitely there are times when i have a joke in my head and i cannot help but say it like as like because it's like this joke won't make sense later i won't be able to recreate the context this joke has to happen now Mm -hmm. and yeah see so adam used to be like his adam and his dad they 
always went to theaters and they yeah. they loved watching Mystery Science Theater 3000 yeah. at home like that was like their thing yeah. and they would do that and they thought they were hilarious but they fucking weren't yeah, that's such and an I, Adam thing I know and I went to go see one of the Lord of the Rings movies with him and his dad in theaters and they were just they would feed oh, off each other Hobbits. and they would just keep yeah one of the Hobbit movies and they Thank would just God. feed off of each other and those like, movies were already ruined <laughs> yeah. and 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 the thing is like I I. I'm comfortable enough with Adam that if I go to a movie with Adam and he says something, like, I, I call him out for it. Yeah. And it's to the point now where all I have to do is give him a look and he's like, oh, okay, okay. I'll yeah, I definitely you don't know? do that when it's, like, a movie movie. Yeah. Like, like if it's just, like, you know, Transformers or something, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be Fair. talking. <laughs> <laughs> or I can't possibly listen to all that dialogue. National Treasure, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you weren't silent during that. No, you yeah. can say whatever I, you want. See, I had to make a treasure. rule with Adam that he's allowed to make jokes during a movie if I've already seen it and we're just watching it for yeah. fun. Adam told me he watched uh, Concussion with Will Smith. Oh, he loved that movie. He came back and he, he said... He loved it. He told me and Kyle, we were just sitting in the living room, he's like... Best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like really. I was Will intrigued Smith. too. Yeah, and, and then well, and I had then, like a sixty-two on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. I was like, this probably isn't true. And well, we went to go watch it. He told me Did his top five. I didn't watch Concussion. I watched it. It was terrible. Oh, okay. Can confirm it's terrible. <laughs> well, Adam told me his top five when we first were like we're interacting with each other and we were mm-hmm. exchanging these things. And I was like, okay, you strike me as someone who doesn't really watch a lot of movies. Because I mean, like, I showed him, <laughs> I showed him Shawshank Redemption later in the year, and he, like, the following day, he's like, Shawshank's in my top five now. I'm like, good, you didn't have a lot of good content on there. <laughs> uh, hope he's listening. Uh, yeah. Well, I hate to do. Sorry, Adam. We, we do we love need you. to wrap up. We're over an hour and a half. Oh, oh wow. We're we're closing in on the. Uh, do we on? have time oh, to okay. talk about the Halloween trailer? I've not, seen, have not it. seen it either. Should we yeah. watch it live on the pod? Probably not. <laughs> I don't uh, know if we have time. Up another 10, but, but, so I will say the Halloween trailer just dropped. Uh, we won't talk about it, but go watch well, that. How, isn't what's her face back? Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis? Curtis? Yeah, but she's not the main character, but she's in it. What, but she's like the character that she was originally in the universe. I think so, yeah. She better be, otherwise that's doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. Uh, before we go, how far into the staircase are all of us? Oh, I was like two episodes in. Okay. I did start it, though. You? The Staircase. Yeah, the new Netflix making a murder. I didn't even know that that was a it thing. It is amazing. All right. I, I have two episodes left. Probably finish it tonight. I'll go what is it. your... You watched two episodes? Yeah. What's your take? Yeah, don't so give the, me any spoilers. The first right? episode was like, he seems okay. Second episode's like, but maybe he's not okay. Wait till you see the third episode. <laughs> yeah. So it's like serial, but a TV I, show. No, I think it's more like making a murder. Okay. It's because I personally... Don't think he did it. I know a lot of people. That's do. interesting. Watch the rest of the show. I think there's. There's. I did. I did. Um. I was perusing around. Yeah. Just after hearing this case. Yes. And I. I saw something about there's this theory that an owl was responsible. An owl. Yeah. No. Uh huh. You should look it up. It's weird. <laughs> it. That's made up. <laughs> just. Just. Look but this it up. is just someone looking for guffaws. Uh, or goofs. They at least had a the slightest bit of evidence. What? You yeah. don't want to. You don't want to say this on the pod. She the had, staircase. She had owl feathers on her person. Owl feathers. Yeah, like little tiny owl feathers. I mean, but when what? they did the autopsy, how did the really? Yeah, I don't. They don't point that out. I don't think. I know. I guess it's probably not too good of a theory, but that is true. <laughs> they don't. I will say it's just like making a murder where they. You definitely know they left out a lot about this suspicious character. Yeah. 
But at the same time, like, do you, how do you think? What if they mention the owl in the last two episodes? I hope they do. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, what what a weird twist. Yeah, it was an owl the whole time. Yeah. But what, what do you think about making a murder? Like, do you think he did it? Um, I don't know about the main guy. I definitely know Brendan Dassey didn't do shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Wait, but you think the main guy could be guilty? Uh, it certainly seems like he's not, but that's also the case that the show's making, so. I mean, even... I, so here's what I think happened. I think if he did do it, which I'm saying is a possibility, but yeah. I'm not convinced. If he did do it, the cops still tampered with the evidence hardcore. Yes. Like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> the cops should be tried for their deliberate <laughs> obstruction. <laughs> but they weren't. So I think he should yeah. go free is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> this is very similar. There's some stuff like that that happens to this guy, and I feel... And just really, and you kind of see this in the first two episodes, like, he adopted those kids. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a big family, and all of the ki- the kids are on his side. He kind of reminds me of Michael Scott a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. There's, 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 100%. There's a part no, where they're in the courtroom, and, and they're just like, um... He's a weird dude. And, and they're just, like, doing these, like, singing exercises. Yeah. And he's just smiling kind of goofily, like, oh, this is a little fun. Yeah. It's like... This is for court because people think you murdered your wife. Yeah. No, he's... <laughs> he's, he's like, okay. I think he's I'm warming just, up to this. <laughs> I think he's just misunderstood more than anything. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess is... Well, anyway, on that note, this podcast is over. <laughs> I mean, watch The Staircase. Yeah. Watch Hereditary. Yeah, which I give a five out of six, by the way. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what'd you give Insidious? I don't... We never... I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no clue what I give uh, So, I do want to... What, what's your favorite, like, classic horror film? Um, I love The Shining, but that feels like such a cheap example. But that's a great answer. So. Like, no, that yeah. is cheating. Like that he's is, just it, anything cheating. he does is so gold. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's probably cheap. yeah. Uh, how many Avengers did you give it, Kyle? Oh, you gave it six, six out of six. Okay, great. Um, so we're all above five. All right. Yeah. What's your favorite good, good classic movie. horror, Cade? Uh, Saw. That's not classic <laughs> horror. <laughs> um. <laughs> Classic horror. I do love The Shining. I know that's a cop Shining's out. Shining's good though. Exorcist uh, is a great answer. Yeah, I wouldn't say The Exorcist. I don't know if I jumped on the classic horror bandwagon. Maybe the original Nightmare on Elm Street, or Friday okay. the 13th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or Halloween. So you like or the Texas slasher Chainsaw stuff. Massacre? I slasher. do like the slasher. Slasher murder. Cool. I will say that shot in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where he drags the body like behind the steel door and then you're eating with the family and the family's all insane yeah uh there's a lot of good content mm. in that movie but cool have uh, you ever done any vr hard like uh, oh one of the little cheap games yeah yeah but it'd be, yeah because i was doing one of those the other day that was just like um, it's terrifying it was yeah. hereditary the game I-, I wish play as payment nah it was just like you were strapped to a chair and you're in like a bathroom and there's a dead body to like your right or something oh and the lights keep going on and then they kind of flicker off but there's a TV in the room mm-hmm. and it's a feed of the room that you're in oh no and so you can sometimes that goes off sometimes that stays on while everything else is off and you can see like people standing behind you and but it's dark and so if you turn around there's nothing and those just kind of keep switching and then the body gets dragged out all of a sudden oh, it's pretty cool that's, that's awesome that's Keith brought over PlayStation VR and we played Slender Man on it. Oh god. That was yeah. horrifying. I my heartbeat was definitely like <laughs> up yeah. the whole time. Dude, Slender Man's already tough, but <laughs> We played that in yeah. Grafton. Yeah. I you had never played it? I no, not not until I played with you. I showed it. And yeah. then I knew what it was, I just never played it before. Yeah, yeah. And then it was it's Have you seen Marvel Hornets? Movie. 
Marvel? Marble. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't care Did then. Did you say stay? No, Let's Mar- just end Marble, the podcast. Marble Hornets is interesting because it was a YouTube kind of found footage horror thing that these guys... Uh, kind of just did and then it caught on just kind of grassroots style and for a while like it kind of had the same thing that paranormal activities like is this real because <laughs> it was like so low budget and stuff and the acting was just so kind of natural and strange but um mm-hmm. yeah me and Seth watched a lot of that sophomore year mm-hmm. um, but and they, it's Slender Man it's like sure? it's like yeah, OG Slender Man I stuff. do I vaguely remember the first like 20 like episodes that. of that I think maybe hold up I don't know <laughs> well I'm glad Seth didn't stab you <laughs> Like, oh, that's a good documentary. Yeah. The Slender Man documentary I haven't about seen the girls it, who murder But they're making people. the fictional Slender Man movie coming up soon. We're going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I don't expect it's much. It's going to be bad. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be terrible. Watch but that's why it'll be a good Who's time. If you, go in with low, no. yeah. <laughs> if you go in with low expectations, and you well, know, I thought that was already. I thought that was supposed to be out by now. I don't know. Probably. They probably push it back because it sucks. Oh. <sighs> We're going to watch Reshoots. it. Reshoots. We're going to watch it. We'll, we'll bring you back for the Slender Man movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've been Jordan Peoples, and Marvel has sucked. I've been Cade Weiberg, and Jordan is wrong about all things Marvel and Infinity War. And I'm Kyle, and uh, Hereditary is way better than Amy, Amy Schumer. <laughs> That's an opinion we can get behind. <laughs>